Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all advancing. Let's head over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. And here is Bill Maloney. Good afternoon, Charlie. That's right. Gains in the menu is average today, with the Dow currently higher by 52 points. SSB's gain 8 and Nasdaq rises 10. Earlier, Fed Yellen reiterated Fed to proceed cautiously in raising rates. The small cap 600 is down two points, and the U.S. 10 yield at 1.7%. Seven out of 10 SB sectors are higher, led by gains in energy, telecom, and technology. Consumer discretionary, healthcare, and materials declined. Dow Transports fall 13 points, Nasdaq Biotech's sink 48, and the VIX is little changed. Dow leaders included Microsoft, Apple, and Nike, while McDonald's, Disney, and Boeing led to the downside. Adobe reports after the bell. Live from the first of breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charlie? All right. Hey, thank you very much, Bill Maloney. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg type squawk, SQUAWK on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Algos, algorithmic trading. This has become more and more controversial as many Wall Street professionals worry that high-frequency trading firms are using these algos to speed up their trades but perhaps destabilize the markets. In fact, now algorithmic traders in U.S. derivatives markets may be subjected to heightened regulation as the Commodity Futures Trading Commission weighs a proposal that would set registration requirements, among other things. We're joined now by Nathan Dean, government analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence in Washington. So, Nathan, first of all, what is at issue here? Let's start with what is going on in the derivatives trading that is being done by algorithms, and what is the extent of it? So this rule is a proposal from the CFTC, and this really stems from uh, several flash crashes in the derivative markets over the last couple of years and uh, several occurrences in which algorithms have run amok, uh, and the exchanges have had to essentially shut those uh, algorithms off. So the CFTC proposed a rule. Uh, this rule does not slow down high-frequency training, uh, but really what it does is that it puts restrictions on algorithms uh, in terms of pre-trade, post-trade risk controls, a lot of things that the exchanges already do. But there's, there's two controversial elements here. One is source code provisions. Uh, this rule would require algorithmic traders to hand over their source code to the CFTC or to the Justice Department uh, upon request. Obviously, they're not happy about that. And, and the second thing is registration requirements. A lot of these algorithmic traders, these are five, ten-person firms, and they uh, uh, they just don't have the compliance and uh, uh, risk departments that can handle this proposal. Nathan, can you tell us about kill switches? What would they do? 
So a kill switch is essentially like pulling the key out of your ignition. Uh, you know, it, it stops the algorithm. Uh, and a lot of the high-frequency traders already have this. The exchanges already have this. Uh, and so this would allow the exchange to go in and essentially just press a button and block the algo from its market. Uh, you know, this is one of the provisions that we think that the CFTC is going to try and finalize this year. Uh, you know, this rule is a very large rule, and so uh, just recently the the chair decided that, uh, or at least announced that he was planning to split this rule off and kill switches. We think is going to be part of the finalized rule this year. Well, kill switches, source code. How does that play in? And do you have to be a, a computer geek to understand how this all works? So the source code is, uh, you know, it's the brains of the algo. Uh, you know, it's the, it's the computer programming. And a lot of the high-frequency traders out there will say that the source code contains the proprietary and the business strategy and everything that's crucial to their success. And what happens here is that uh, under the proposal, the CFTC or the Justice Department will notice that an algorithm runs amok, and they'll call the high-frequency trader over and say, you have to provide it. Uh, without a subpoena, you just have to provide it. And obviously, from a cybersecurity perspective, from a privacy perspective, uh, these small firms are not happy with this provision, and so, uh, uh, you know, if this were to be finalized, it wouldn't be surprising to see some legal challenges come out of it. Nathan, what effect would this have, if any, on high-frequency trading? So it's going to make – so it it won't slow down the uh, high-frequency traders, Uh, and this is only in the derivatives market. Uh, The equity high-frequency traders are under a different program. Uh, It won't slow them down, but it will increase their compliance costs. Uh, The CFTC estimates that there's about 420 high-frequency trading firms out there uh, and only estimates $35 million for them to implement this. Uh, We think that figure is very low, uh, that it's going to be much more costly, but it's going to be a regulatory headache. And like I said before, a lot of these firms are 5, 10, 15-people firms, and uh, uh, they're going to have to have a compliance person really dig through and see how they can comply with this rule. Is this a way to uh, slow something down? to perhaps put a curb on high-frequency trading by adding these excess steps, adding more, or I shouldn't say excess, but adding additional steps, adding more regulation rather than facing head-on this question of whether or not algorithmic trading is something that has gotten a little out of control or really is creating more volatility and destabilizing markets. You know, I, I think it's the first step in the process. You know, the CFTC has said that uh, uh, high-frequency trading isn't an issue, or at least that's what they've alluded to. So they don't want to slow it down, but uh, they need to do something. Uh, and so this proposal was a, a broad uh, broad uh, sweep here of trying to bring in many, many aspects of algorithmic trading under regulations. And uh, I think what they're going to face with is, uh, you know, they're going to have to start picking off what they expect they can actually get done this year. And uh, uh, at the end of the day, if uh, I don't think a high-frequency trading firm has to worry much that their, their algos are going to be slowed by this. Is there an issue having to do with uh, market maker st- statistics? Yes, that's so that's one part of the proposal. Uh, and so this proposal would require market makers and it would require the exchanges uh, to release more details about their market making and their incentive programs, you know, the compensation paid to market makers, benefits received, et cetera. And what the goal here is to increase transparency in those market making programs so they can ensure that there's no false liquidity out there. Uh, you know, there's some, comp- some claims out there that, you know, high-frequency traders are essentially – 
just making whatever they need to make as per their compensation program, and then the liquidity disappears. Uh, you know, this portion of the rule was uh, something that we think is going to get pushed off in the 2017. Thank you very much for joining us uh, and giving us that insight. Nathan Dean is government analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence. He's based in Washington, D.C., home, of course, to Bloomberg 99.1 FM and 105.7 FM HD2. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox, my co-host Kathleen Hayes, and this is Bloomberg Radio. Brexit, it's not only important for the U.K., it's important for all of Europe. If the U.K. decides to go or stay, what does it mean for Europe's outlook? We're going to go in-depth now on Bloomberg Radio. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. 